The Free For All Roundtable. Brought to you by Lexus Avon, Canada's newest Lexus dealer. Near Canada's Wonderland in the Maple Auto Mall. Luxury is closer than you think. Round one. On round one this morning, Mitzi Hunter is here, former Liberal MPP and mayoral candidate. Jerry Agar is with the Jerry Agar Show from 9 to noon. And Scott Reed is here, political commentator, former advisor to a Canadian prime minister. It's good to have you all. And let's actually start with the discussion we were just having with a guest about Canadians being asked to post no content to Facebook on Wednesday and Thursday as a means of showing that we mean business when it comes to the people who run Facebook. Uh, Jerry Agar, I'm not sure they're really going to care if I don't put up a picture of my dog on Wednesday time I put anything on Facebook. So I'm participating. Okay. You're already boycotting Facebook. Yeah, I've, I mean, I already gave up on it. So, uh, And I never heard of these people who are our friends, apparently, the friends of broadcasters. Yeah, they're usually more preoccupied with the CBC, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitzi Hunter, can you go two days without Facebook? I can. I'm taking a little break. And, you know, I think that The fact that there are wildfires in people's lives and property are at risk and these tech giants, you know, this is about money and who's who's paying and who ought to pay are refusing to pay um, the Canadian broadcasters for their content in any way. And rather than doing that, they're blocking the content. I I believe that this is this is something that we have to reckon with. And and this is the time to do it because the wildfires are serious issues. Although, you know, there are channels by which everybody can still share the necessary information. I'm not sure that, you know, you necessarily need to be sharing news media via Facebook in order to tell somebody about how their evacuated home is doing. The aggregation of the information it is valuable in times of crisis. And I, I've been there myself where I've asked residents to look at certain hashtags that can give them the latest information and the most reliable information from all sources. And, and I think that that should be something that supersedes what's happening right now. We've been talking about a story this morning of a man who is uh, going through the process of obtaining his law license and turns out he previously was uh, guilty of child molestation. But Scott Reed, the Law Society, says he's recovered and he said he was sorry, so now he's of good character. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I don't know. This is the thing with self-governing professional organizations, professional associations, you know. Um, uh, So he can can practice law again. They say that they're going to authorize that solely on the condition that he not interact with minors. How is the law society going to police that? Like, how on earth could they police that so that just means that's an undertaking he would commit to i i don't know makes makes me uncomfortable raises the broader issue of of self-governing professional organizations where i think you know history has told us um you know there's there's a lot of problems you just think about the colleges and the way they look the other way and um scandalous outrageous things happen now maybe that's all in the past but i don't think it's all in the past so i don't think i'm necessarily cool with this uh with this uh, decision, and I don't think I'm cool with the underlying uh, philosophy uh, of self-governing professional organizations. Mincy Hunter, I guess it comes down to the question of whether or not you should, there are certain offenses for which you should be punished for life. 
Well, civil liberties comes to mind when that uh, that for life issue is brought forward, unless it's ruled that way by the courts. Of course, um, people do have you know an opportunity for recidivism and to to not repeat and 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 there are commitments there. So I do think that civil liberties, civil liberties, and you know giving people that opportunity to restore themselves has to still be part of our justice system. We can't just do away with it. Jerry, maybe what really flies up people's noses, aside from the offense, which is noxious, is the idea that the law society is prepared to find him of good character. Well, I, it's amazing that they are finding that because there's more to it than just this issue, and it's the most pressing issue, is his violation of children. But another issue is that the first time he tried to get a law license here in Ontario, he was, if not lying, disingenuous with the Law Society because he tried to skate over the fact that he had this offense. Um, he hoped that nobody would find out. That's not the kind of guy that we want to give a law license to, I think, in Canada. And the other issue here is, well, we're keeping his name secret because his children who are minors don't know about his offenses against other children and it could have psychological damage on them if they found out. Well, okay, but the number one person who needs to protect that then would be the father. He can go do something else for a living then. I'd imagine, I'll stick with you, Jerry, for a second. Uh, we're going to be hearing stories like this for the next one, two, three years. And this one is from the Star today, where they talk about a uh, Greek bakery that is being forced out for the Ontario line. It's just one of 13 adjoining businesses who are all being displaced, not to mention the people, if they own their building, um, who live upstairs and are renters. And good luck finding a place to rent for a comparable rate. But what are your thoughts on this description of this very this very lyrical description of a Greek bakery that's about to uh, go into business. Well, that kind of thing happens when you're doing large public projects for the public good, so to speak. So expro expropriation does have its place, but I think that people need to not just be treated fairly, but more than fairly, um, and uh, and really looked after in that circumstance. I, I'm loath to find places where government should spend more money, but I would make sure that those people are really made whole and and maybe somewhat uh, above market. They're, they're doing it on our behalf. And so I have to pay is the way I look at it as a taxpayer. I don't like this idea of trying to keep the deals secret. Yeah. Um, that's uh, This is a public project and the information needs to be made public. Well, Scott Reed, Jerry's referring to the non-disclosure agreements these people have to sign. So we're never going to know how fair a price they were offered. Well, and the reason that there's a non-disclosure agreement is so that others who will find themselves in a similar yeah. circumstance can't look at the precedent and say, let's try and leverage and jimmy that. And I think it's wrong. I, I'm actually 1,000% with Jerry on this thing. These people weren't going to sell those properties. They weren't going to sell their businesses. They weren't going to sell um, any of that. And so if they're being forced to do so, and that's life in the big city, literally, if we're going to have to build new transit, then it's going to have to go somewhere. And that means some people are going to be displaced. But if we do so, knowing that they wouldn't have sold anyway, then, you know, they deserve a premium. If someone comes up to you and says, I want you to take your home. Uh, you would say, well, uh, no. And they go, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm putting the idea in your head. So I'll, I'll pay you market for it. And you go, no, no, I wasn't shopping my place. So if you want it, you have to pay above market rate. And I do think they should be disclosed publicly. And uh, I know that that's going to cost the public purse more. But um, it is just a question of fundamental fairness. Like I look, you know, on Eglinton Avenue near, uh, I live very close to, 
I mean, they just devastated businesses. You know, Yitz's Deli is gone. It was there for decades. It's gone. And they got zero compensation. Like, that was it. It was just like, hey, you know what? We're going to shut your business down for three years. The damn thing doesn't even work, as we know. And that's it. You know, they tried and tried and tried, despite all the scaffolding and construction to survive. And they couldn't. There needs to be compensation for people in that circumstance also. Yeah, and Mincy Hunter, it's always going to be a compelling story because, as Jerry was pointing out, these people were not leaving. They weren't going to close their shop. They weren't going to move their shop elsewhere, but now they have to. And so are you on the same page with the other two guys that they should actually get a premium? Yeah, and I think the disclosure is important. I mean, this is a landmark location on the Danforth. It, you know, I don't know if you've been in that shop for Spanakopita and Lucomaris, but it's dripping with honey and dusted with cinnamon. And, you know, people know where it is, not by the address. They just know that this, I'm in Greektown. This is where I am. And these landmark businesses that are having to contend with this necessary development, they need to be treated better. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering why the city archives isn't documenting some of this, because it is going to change the face of this community forever. And all of the businesses that have invested for years, decades in building up this community are going to be impacted. And yes, it does deserve a premium. And at minimum, it deserves transparency. And Metrolinx has to do a way better job of engaging and talking to the community beforehand. You had to give that wonderful description of the food because now my mouth is watering and it's an hour before I get off the air. Okay, let's switch things up. Queens Fat Bottomed Girls, and apparently a greatest hits package has been put together, and Fat Bottomed Girls was left out. Not because it's not a popular song, not because it's not an amazing song, but because it's Fat Bottom Girls. Also, it's worth noting to take some of the outrage out. Um, the the package is designed for kids, and I guess um, Scott Reed. The idea was you don't want to have a bunch of eight year old boys going to school and teasing girls in the schoolyard by singing Fat Bottom Girls at them. Uh, yeah, I, I I guess. Um, I don't. I know. I shouldn't say I guess. I think that that's. I I I agree. You don't want that. Um, I, I struggle a lot with this, and here's where I come down. I struggle with it because, you know, I, I don't like retconning um, songs that we know were popular, and then we like, you know, what I hate most of all is What was that term you just used? Retconning. I don't know what that means. I'll explain it to you off air. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I, I I, I just like let's not go in reverse and you know like there's a you know dire straits has a song with um a homophobic slur in it um that was less astonishing at the time that the song was released so do you play that with it bleeped out do you play it without i think you either play it or you don't play it i don't think you play it with it bleeped out i don't like that but here's the bottom line people that put out greatest hits albums you know they have some licensing right they have some right to the product and then then they get to make the choices they want and then they get to defend them and i guess that's to me that's the bottom line is that you know you put that package together and then you got to defend your choices well and jerry agar just wait till people find out what tutti frutti is about but uh your thoughts oh i think you could apply uh, you could apply that to a lot of songs i mean have you really investigated the lyrics of walk this way no. Uh, okay. Well, there's a there's I a project it was about a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> there's a project for you for later. Uh, oftentimes, songs are about something you go, oh. 
I didn't realize that. Um, I'm going to do a segment later on in my show where, uh, you know, I think this is a song about a guy who comes to an appreciation of full-figured women, and I, I thought that was supposed to be a good thing, you know, no fat shaming, that sort of thing. So I'm going to open the lines for full-figured women. Are you? Have you all been offended by this song? Are you glad that maybe they're going to stop playing it? We'll see what happens. Any opportunity to play it on the radio. Mitzi Hunter, your thoughts? <laughs> It's marketing. These are greatest hits. Uh, they're hoping that to repackage it for a different audience, hopefully not young boys. So I just think it's just a marketing ploy and uh, they'll keep reissuing it as long as we keep buying it. Not a lot of time on the clock, but Brian Lilly assembled a list of every street name that could be deemed uh, ridiculous or, or objectionable. And I guess, you know, Mitzi Hunter, if I can come to you on this one, um, I think this just illustrates that maybe we should set the whole project aside and not rename anything. No, this is, listen, this is a conversation that is long overdue. We need to have this discussion in Toronto about what what happened in our past and what do all these names mean? And what what has really created the foundations of our city? And, and I think it's a good conversation. And, and maybe we don't need to do them all right now, 60 names on a list, but having a deep dive conversation into what this means and the effects of slavery on our community, I think it's a good thing for Toronto. And I hope that it brings our city together and not divide us. Okay, that's uh, where we're going to have to draw the line. Scott Reed, Mincy Hunter, Jerry Agar. Jerry Agar is going to be back at around 8.40 to tell us what's happening on his show today. And then the show takes place from 9 to noon. Uh, but my thanks to the contributors. And speaking of delicious pastries, the president of Acropolis Pastries is going to join us after the news.